And here the water is foregrounded. It's still or stagnant water. It looks more like uh, rainfall in a pond rather than a proper lake or a broad. And there is one large tree um, that is foregrounded just behind the water and then a row of smaller ones that are the glade or the grove going off to the right as you look at it. And beside the, the larger tree is its fallen pear. There is one that looks as though it's blasted and has come down in a storm, maybe after a flash of lightning. Um, but it's already been semi-sawn up uh, for logging, perhaps for furniture making rather than burning because it's a solid tree like an oak or an elm. And over in the background, there's a kind of bifurcated view. Off to the left, as you look at the image, um, there are more trees receding into the distance and there are hints of other things. The picture's quite dark on this side. There's a figure walking into the distance, but it can also be read as just more and more trees. And that's the dark side pertaining to the, the blasted fallen tree. And on the other side, beyond the living tree over to the right, and the row of trees that continues, are then hedgerows and open fields with um, corn bales and then the first hints of definite um, signs of man, the, the corn or the wheat fields leading into a windmill that's also completely characteristic of the Norfolk landscape. The picture itself bears to me this idea of dark and light and reflection into uh, the pond and is kind of glossy. There's not um, a great uh, sense of depth of feel. There's no great uh, texture in the paint. There's not the impasta that there is with uh, chrome. Uh, there's not the kind of delicate variation there is, say, um, with... Uh, Cotman, um, but there is very much the feeling that uh, we're here, part of the Norfolk School, and we've got the characteristic large tree and water and flat fields behind.